Welcome back to The Melancholy Condition. I am your host, Darius Velasquez, and you're listening to Season 3. Enjoy. Here's an ad. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps that people like to listen? How do I make money from podcasts? The answer to every single one of these questions is pretty simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. And best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. And that means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. The reason why I love Anchor is just because it's easy. It's simple. It's on my phone. I don't use any exterior hardware. I don't got to do anything really, but just pick up my phone, open the Anchor app, press record, invite my guests, and boom, you have the melancholy condition. So if you want to start your podcast, do so today. Go to anchor.fm. And welcome back to another episode of The Melancholy Condition. I'm sitting here today with Jason Wright. Jason, go ahead and introduce yourself. What's going on, everybody? My name is Jason Wright. I'm the uh, founder and CEO of Intentionally Inspirational. Awesome. So tell them, our listeners, a little bit of uh, why you had started this um, company and what it is. Yeah, so once upon a time, I was in um, corporate America, you know, like many people are. And I was working for a guy that built a $300 million company for himself, which sounds great. And I started to realize like, man, this, this guy's, uh, I guess he's good at what he does, but he, he's, you know, not a great person. And he's, he's, there's a lot of things that made me realize that he didn't have anything I didn't have. Mm-hmm. So I became very focused on uh, building something for myself, wanting control over my time, to be honest with you, you know, commuting two hours a day gets old. So I, uh, focused on an opportunity to try to get out of corporate America and uh, saved up a little bit of money. And I was just chasing the money at the time. Wasn't really looking for a passion project. And the bad thing about chasing the money is two to three months into it. um, I ran out of money and had no passion to to push through the tough times. So I had no job and no plan for what I was going to do. But I knew very, very strongly that I was meant to work for myself and uh, I wanted control of my time. So it was very important to me. So one evening, uh, I remember I woke up and the name intentionally inspirational kind of popped in my head. And I was like, I don't know what that means, but it's going to change my life. So originally what I did is I just started blogging about trying to leave the nine to five and uh, building something for myself and that type of thing. It was more mm-hmm. motivational in nature, which kind of fits the name of the the brand. Yeah. And um it didn't take me long to realize that there was really no money in motivation. I was like, there's no business model here. So um, maybe if I get my, my message in front of more people, that'll help. So I started to learn a little bit about digital marketing, um, just basic stuff, you know, how to build an email list, how to get stuff out on social media, how to do so consistently. And then I started seeing opportunities to write for other people. So I started to make a little bit of money online. Mm-hmm. Well, Did you use um, like Fiverr or something like that? It's yeah, so, right yeah, Upwork was my platform of choice and still is a real important part of my life. Uh, used Fiverr before. Uh, actually, the first money I ever made online was with Craigslist. I actually wrote oh, wow. some, probably 10 or 15 years ago, a long time ago. I actually used Craigslist. Um, it was back in when the SEO days were different and you could really stuff keywords and guy had mm-hmm. to re- rewrite a bunch of stuff for him. But 
anyway, I was building this business and I started to see opportunities uh, to help other people with copywriting and blog writing and content writing. And I was like, I can make some money, but I don't really want to do this. Like there's gotta be something. And then I figured out with the digital marketing, I'll never forget uh, somebody working with me at the time introduced me to click funnels. And about the same time I discovered active campaign. Now mm. this is really interesting stuff, you know, marketing automation is cool. And I started to figure some things out for myself. And then I was on Upwork one day and I don't know how I saw it, but, I started noticing other people looking uh, and willing to pay good money um, for somebody to help them with the very same thing that I just learned. Mm -hmm. So I started kind of doing this crossover from, uh, you know, copywriting and blog writing and doing a little bit of digital marketing work. I started making uh, really good money doing it. I mean, much more so than I was with writing. And I liked it more. I was like, hey, there might be something here. And uh, I was coming home one day and I just kept the name intentionally inspirational. I just pivoted, you know, I've always pivoted as uh, it's made sense and not mm -hmm. worried about explaining it. It's actually worked out well, but I was coming home from my full-time job one time in a snowstorm. I live in the Indianapolis area and I was in the car industry selling cars at the time. It was a really bad month. It was January a couple years ago. And I was looking at about 300 bucks for the month is what I was going to make. And I was like, I can't like even buy groceries for a week. Maybe yeah. a week for, with that, but not two weeks. And I was in my car on the interstate because there's about six inches of snow and really bad traffic just stopped. And I closed a deal for my phone on Upwork for, I don't know if it was a thousand bucks or 1500 bucks, but I was like, oh my God, this is going to let me pay my mortgage. I guess it's going to mm -hmm. change, change my month. And I said, I wonder if I could do this like once a month. I wonder if there's enough demand for this stuff, for this funnel stuff, if I could do this once a month. Mm -hmm. And what's funny is throughout this journey, my wife is not an entrepreneur. She's like, go get a job. We need security. We need stability, which it's all kind of the illusion of such. But um, by March of that same year, she said, why don't you go ahead and quit your job? I was like, what are you Interesting. talking about? And she's like, I've seen enough to think you might be onto something here. And I, I'm willing to give it a shot because I know if I don't, you're just, you're never going to stop, you know? Mm -hmm. So that was last year. And, um, you know, we did six figures in revenue and less than a year full time last year. And this year has been better. So it's it's been a good ride. Um, intensely inspirational. Now, you know, we create content. We've got a podcast. We create videos. We have got a great blog. It's really for entrepreneurship. I mean, there's definitely some digital marketing stuff uh, intertwined, but we're all about the mindset, the motivation, because that's really the foundation of all this stuff. Um, if I had a weak mind, I would have failed a hundred times and been down and out, you know, in the last few years easily. So absolutely, you just got to be really focused on what you want to do and realize the only thing that can stop you, I guess there's two things, uh, yourself and, and death. You know, if you die before you get somewhere, I mean, it is what it is. But um, for most people, the reason they quote unquote can't do stuff, it's them. They're standing in their own way. I see it every day. So with that being said, um, you know, I've, I've been, we've all kind of been there before anyone that's uh, in the entrepreneur field, um, whether, regardless of what it is, uh, has been in those areas where, like you said, you were kind of down on your luck, right? You only had that $300 that you were looking forward to until you found the uh, posting on Upwork. Uh, what was the kind of the things that, you know, helped you like still pick up that you know your phone and look through there to see if there was something to to, to pick up on you know what i mean like that little side hustle i what didn't have a choice that? i mm -hmm. didn't have a choice man i have a 
a wife and two kids and I, I took a $80,000 a year job and flushed it down the toilet, you know, a year and a half before that. So I didn't have a choice. Yeah. I uh, stepped out far enough that it's my responsibility as a provider, a father and a husband to, to make, make it happen. I mean, I can't, I can't bail out now. Cause like, how's that going to work? How am yeah. I going to explain it to my kids? <laughs> We've had those nights where it's like, dad, I'm mm-hmm. hungry. And I'm like, I, I, you're going to have to have like bread for dinner. Like I don't have anything to give you. Mm-hmm. It's not a joke, but that's not a, a fun conversation that anybody wants to have. So um, my mentality with things in life is you're either going to become a, a victim of the situation or you're going to fight out of it. Like there is no in between. And I'm not a runner. I'm a fighter. So that was uh, what kept me looking and, and seeking opportunities every day, all day long. You know, I think that it, it takes a very special kind of person uh, to kind of keep their head up, especially in those moments. Yep. And if that, you know, if having your child come up to you and having to kind of put them in that spot, like, hey, look, we can't do this right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that's definitely very liberating. Um, and I'm sure it probably lit a fire under your ass uh, to kind of get things going. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, um, for sure. I've definitely been there myself. Um, you know, I did, I did marketing, uh, for a while. Um, a lot of like internet marketing through like the back end stuff of your website, yep. connecting that to your email campaigns. And I messed around with some Facebook stuff. Um, I live in a very, very small town. So there was a lot of like brick and mortar shops yep. that I had helped for me. I never, could encourage myself enough to like get online if at the time i actually didn't know about upwork i only was using fiverr so the things on fiverr that i saw um it just didn't look like it almost was really clicky you know what i mean yep like you had to be in this specific regime to get those higher paying jobs because they have better credibility and things like that so i never got a chance to get in there um but kudos to you, man. I'm glad that you were able to, you know, pick that up and change your life and transform it for the better. It sounds like you're doing pretty good right now. Yeah. What's, what's interesting. I'll throw this out there about the sites like Upwork and Fiverr is so many people focus on what they can see. So what I mean is you see a job for $10, you see a job for $10,000. You assume that that's what's there. That's what it is. But mm-hmm. if you look at those as coffee shops, if you look at them as opportunities to meet new clients, that you would have never met. The real money is what's what's not on the platform. The real money is, hey, I know we met on Upwork six months ago, but we've kept in regular touch since then. And this is this relationship has, has blossomed into a whole nother level of things. So uh, it's a starting point. And I tell people, don't focus on the first job. The first job is just your opportunity to feel each other out. If you like working mm-hmm. together, you're going to work together again. And the, the machine that gets moving um, with social proof is really powerful. So if you take care of people, repeat business and referral business is the thing that'll get you out of corporate America. If that's what you want to do. That's nice. Super, super powerful. What's some of the mental struggles that you mean? I know obviously the dealing with of having to, you know, sit your family down anytime that you had to, or have those heart to hearts with your wife where we're just, you're like, Hey, look, this is a little slow right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. What were some of the mental struggles that you, uh, you faced? Yeah. I mean, patience is not one of my strengths. So when I quit corporate America the first time, I remember telling my wife, I was like, Hey, we got this. We're going to be good. I'm going to start these neighborhood magazines. And within three months, I'm going to recover all this income. I'm going to go from zero to 80 grand in three months. 
The mm-hmm. problem was, I don't know where I came up with that number. I just, I just made it up apparently <laughs> because there's, there's nothing I can do to, to make that happen. I can't guarantee it's going to happen in three months. So one of the most painful lessons I had to learn was the timeline is out of mm-hmm. your control. So don't worry about it. So the pressure was on me for 18 months. Like is next month going to be, are you going to be able to pay all the bills without having to pay them with credit cards or borrow money or not pay them at all? And I couldn't answer that question. It was really, really frustrating because it's like I can't control what I can control. So now I don't worry about timelines of things. I know that mm-hmm. if I want to be, you know, a self-made millionaire, it'll happen. I don't know if it'll happen next year or the year after, maybe the year after that. It doesn't matter because it only takes one conversation, one opportunity to change everything. But yeah. you can't control that. So don't obsess and worry about it. So that was a very painful lesson for me personally to learn because, like I said, patience is not something that comes natural to me. Mm-hmm. Um, the other piece is, you know, when you, when you step out on your own, in my experience, um, a lot of people will act like they're excited for you for a while. And then it's almost like they start rooting for your failure because it makes them feel better about their life or the reasons they haven't done things. So mm-hmm. you, entrepreneurship in its purest form, when you're literally building something from nothing, it's a very lonely endeavor because a lot of other Absolutely. people that call themselves entrepreneurs, you know, they may have a very different route than you. They may have a very different situation than you. Maybe their wife makes a quarter million dollars a year. Then it's like, okay, it doesn't matter if they fail or not. Mm-hmm. It's a very lonely endeavor. It's uh, you gotta be careful who you surround yourself with. And if you surround yourself with people who are uplifting and always a step ahead of you, meaning they're a little bit further down the path, you'll find that that's, it's hard to find people in that group because it's a small group. So um, I think the loneliness can eat, eat people's minds up pretty bad and it took me a while to, to recognize that hey this is normal like hey this yeah. is not a bad thing this is actually a good thing so yeah no i uh, what i like to call that is the belly of the well yep. that's yep that's the phase of entrepreneurship where at least for me whenever i was going embarking my you know journeys now keep in mind the things that i've done you know um whether it be the acting or the media uh my clothing line or the print shop that um i had partnered with somebody to open all these things at the time were done out of like the ego mindset right it wasn't hey i'm doing this to provide value for people it was hey if i do this and it works out people are gonna look at me like i'm the shit you know what i mean yeah so these kind of like the reasons why they didn't work out definitely had to be because of that and because it wasn't what I was called for. You know what I mean? But in those events, right, where I still dedicated everything because I wanted the best outcome for those things, right, where I'd stay at the shop past close to work on things or I would stay up till like three in the morning trying to take some course so I could sharpen up my skills through um, Google ads. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, things like that. And I think something one of the biggest challenges for myself was constantly having to put in the work without seeing the results yet you know what i mean having that faith like all right i'm gonna sit here and i'm gonna read this this blog post about whether you said like click funnels and i'm gonna sit here until it's done and i understand it or i'm gonna move on until i understand it and i don't care how long it's gonna take whenever i first started doing marketing you know i lost a lot of my friends 
that just wanted to you know go out and party and stuff like that there was about two of them that stuck around that were like yeah i get it bro we're working like they had the same vision that i did yep. so i no matter what it was work wise whether it was hey let's go down to the studio and get these guys songs recorded or hey let's uh help me out make this video help me work on this email campaign give me some advice whatever they were all for it but majority of everybody else was just like you're always on your computer. You don't even chill with us. You know what I mean? It was like, and I was like 19, 20 at the time. Yep. So of course it was, it was hard for me. And then living the, where I was living, um, luckily I still did have a full-time job before. Like I tried quitting and making that my full-time. Yep. It had just been the, I had, I was a part of the hurricane Harvey flood. Uh, that happened a couple years back. So whenever that started to happen, you know, I, I luckily had already moved a week before it um, just because the mayor was giving out warnings. Like he's telling everybody to evacuate these certain areas. And um, so whenever I did move, I was like, well, I don't really have a job right now, so I might as well just try this out. And then again, I was in California. So, you know, everybody's doing marketing in California. Yep. So it was it was definitely hard to get the the track running. You know what I mean? Yep. No, it makes sense, Van. You know, the conversation I have with people all the time is entrepreneurship's not an occupation. It's a lifestyle. And if you really embrace it as a lifestyle, it's definitely not for everybody. You know, it's definitely for a small percentage of people. Because like you said, especially when you're trying to get something up off the ground, most of your time is going to be spent doing that thing. You know, it's not, yeah. you know, I, I tell, uh, I told a guy recently that was doing a lot of recreational stuff. I was like, you think you've earned the freedom that you're doing right now. It's going to come back and bite you and you're going to fail. I said, you haven't earned that yet. And I said, it's not about me, but what's your business model? Like what's your, where's your repeatable money going to come from? Like if you haven't figured that out, you shouldn't be working four hours a day and hanging out 15 hours a day. I said, I don't care what you do. It's going to come back to haunt you because I've, I've done the same thing. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's definitely something that, if you can be obsessed about what you do, so it's kind of that crossroad of, of passion, opportunity, and skill. If you can find that, that's where the magic happens. But if you're doing something because you want to look cool on social media, or you're just chasing the money, eventually you're going to burn out. So Absolutely. Yeah. And that's what I love so much about you know this that we're doing right here is I initially started this podcast. I don't even remember why I started it, to be honest. Yeah. I, I think... I kept hearing other people on podcasts talk about how great podcasting is and all these other things. Now, keep in mind, these are like people that have been in the game for like eight to 10 years. Right. And I'm just like, well, there's nothing that I've done so far that's actually fulfilled me because I was chasing that money or that image. And this would give me an opportunity just to talk to millions of people about something that most people are afraid to talk about. You know what I mean? Sure. Most people don't want to give the subjects that I bring on to the show a spotlight because I I honestly don't know why there's not enough people talking about these things. You know what I mean? Because obviously, you know, we have the statistics showing that depression in male and females in the United States are rising and inclining at people that are younger now you know what i mean people that are like in their teens are having manic depressive orders um and episodes uh the suicide rate correlating to even social media like these things are they're skyrocketing and nobody really wants to give it a spotlight and so it makes me feel good that 
if there's anybody important listening or if there's anybody that needs to hear the message that's being sent, they're able to do so here. And it's kind of something that started to grow. Like I said, the first season, uh, it was just me by myself. I was just doing little monologues, little 20 minute monologues that I had to write down, do some research and kind of reiterate it in a way that I think people would understand better. And then the end of that season, which was like seven episodes, I invited someone from United Kingdom to come on the show. And so they started talking and I realized like, hold on, this is a lot better. Like with, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. With somebody else on here, because like now I'm getting a different perspective of things. And then season two launched a couple of months after that. And I had about 15 people on. And then it after that, um, I had run into some things in my life where I'd got real, real busy. It was real hard to balance everything. Um, so I took a couple months off and then now, uh, you know, season three, there's quite a group of people that I have lined up on that email list that you were a part of. Um, thanks to that promote your podcast mm-hmm. uh, place. And yeah, it was just kind of something that is slowly growing into something without me putting too much effort into it. Like as far as like, I'm not bending over backwards to make sure everybody knows about this podcast. I'm like kind of testing the waters while working my job and it's kind of doing what I need it to. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, and it's hard. It's, so now I'm starting to click. I'm like, okay, well maybe that's the thing that I'm supposed to be doing because not only do I have a good time doing it, you know, I wake up at eight every morning or seven so I can record at eight from 8 to 2 p.m. I'm recording. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All these episodes don't come out right away. Like every hour I have somebody scheduled to jump on here and, you know, share their experience. And that just, I'm right now I'm just banking all the episodes until everything, like if people hearing this, are probably going to hear this January, at the very end of January. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once upon a time, I uh, I banked up six months worth of podcasts, and the bad thing about going that far is when I was releasing them at the end, I was like, I can't even remember, like I barely even remember talking to this person so long ago. So mm-hmm. yeah, I released one this morning actually on my podcast that was uh, recorded in I think August eleventh, and mm-hmm. I got oh, wow. I got sick and missed the month of September like from life pretty much. My appendix ruptured in my sleep. That's another weird thing, oh, man. I, my whole business kind of uh, just stopped for a month, you know, because I was uh, kind of out of it. Then we we had a cruise planned and we left the country for 10 days. And it's like, that's non-refundable. So there's like about a six-week period this year where um, I do have a small team, but it, I was pretty much out of the picture, which was pretty mm-hmm. weird because I was like, am I going to come back to a business at all or do I need to start over? I would yeah. say now uh, at this moment, it's it's super strong from – new business standpoint and all that good stuff. So uh, obviously I've built something that's, that's uh, there's still value for what I do. You know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. I'm not scared if I had to start over, bring it on, like, so be it. So um, what would you give it? What advice would you give to kind of instill that mindset? Cause I know a lot of people, especially people that are young, you know, I'm only 22 and I've still embarked on some things that were, really they were still hard pills for me to swallow like that hindsight you know what i mean of realizing yep. like you need to get your act together you know what i'm saying it's still pretty hard and i know people that are younger than me still trying to start businesses yeah um so what would you do or what advice would you give 
Yeah, a couple pieces. To instill that, that kind of couple uh, pieces motivation. of advice. Uh, first thing I would say, if, if you're serious about doing something, don't talk about it. Do something about it. So many people talk. So many people talk, 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 talk. And if you watch them, most people don't do anything. Okay, mm-hmm. talking's not going to get you anywhere. It's action, consistent action every day. And like you mentioned earlier, maybe you don't see a result of that action for six weeks or six months, or maybe even a few years. God forbid you yeah. be a little patient, but. I would say keep your head down and, and go grind away. If you really want something, uh, you, it's like anything else, working out, sports, school. If you do it two or three days a week and stop, you're never going to make forward progress. you got to keep that momentum going. Okay, mm-hmm. So don't give up. Don't try to determine the timeline. And, and be careful who you share your dreams with. You know, If you share your dreams with your parents and you know that they're going to tell you they're stupid and, and it's not worth your time, don't have that conversation with them again. Find somebody else that supports your ideas and lifts you up. So that's that's a super important piece as well. Absolutely. Go ahead and use the um, some of this time to uh, push uh, promote your websites, any products that you have, any any free value you're giving out. Um, yeah. Just to kind of get people to head over to your area if they need it if you know what i mean whether Absolutely. it be with the marketing side or through the podcast side yeah so really the, the to kind of summarize uh, intentionally inspirational so the brand's bigger than just me we've got a team of five or six people helping as well it's the top of my i'd have to count names here real quick to remember exactly but um <laughs> here's what it is you know if you're in a business whether you're trying to get started or you're making a couple million bucks a year either way you're gonna have roadblocks right because we're all human so what mm-hmm. we really focus on is the mindset, the marketing, and the motivation. Those are the three things or a combination of those three things that really hold people back. And that's what the really what, really what the brand uh, focuses on. So if you go to intentionallyinspirational.com, um, you can see some of our awesome free content, the blog, the podcast. Uh, and on the homepage, you'll see a, um, a button where you can get our free 30 days of funnel building, basically a course, a free course. Uh, there's five and a half hours of value. You can do the 30 modules in any order that you want at your own pace. But even if you know absolutely nothing about ClickFunnels, Active Campaign, Google Analytics, Facebook ads, and some other things, even if you know nothing, if you go through the screen share training I put together for you, you'll have enough information. You can go start making money. Like exactly yeah. what I'm teaching you is exactly what I use now for my business. And it's very good information. So it's, it's a lot of value to give away for free. I mean, I actually had a guy this week say, Hey, I'm 75% through it. Why are you giving this away for free? So <laughs> check it out. I mean, there's a lot of junk out Absolutely. there, but it, it is really, really good stuff. Um, I do have a Facebook group also called funnel building for profit. So that's the website. If you want to go straight to that 30 day course as well. Um, and it's cool. You know, I do Facebook lives um, quite a few times a week. Um, and it's just a bunch of entrepreneurs trying to learn how to help their business with funnels or, or use the tools to help other businesses with funnels like I do. So mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a cool community to be a part of. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Jason, I'm uh, running a little little crunch time right now. So um, I appreciate you definitely for coming on okay, to, no the, to the episode. Um, you know, it was definitely great to hear you uh, talk about the little bit of life transformations. And hopefully that gives you gives the listeners some motivation to, you know, kind of embark on the thing that people are always asking what if to themselves. Just to start, you know, and you never know what could happen to it and to stay passionate about it. Yep. Is there any piece of advice you want to leave with the listeners before you head out? Yeah. One thing is uh, 
everybody looks around and sees other people being successful, right? You need to ask yourself the question, why not me? Right. Mm -hmm. People, it's real easy to tell yourself why you don't deserve it or you're not ready, but it's, it's all false. It's all a lie. So make a, make a bet, you know, take a bet on yourself, take a chance on yourself and, and start asking yourself different questions. You know, why not me and see what happens. You might be surprised at the results. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jason. Yep. Thank you, man. Take care. All right. You too. See you. Put your head on my shoulder.